What's up, world? It's your boy Sway from MTV News, and the game streams are back, which means we are back for episode 44 of Liz Summer's favorite podcast, Knifey Knifey Lion Lion Radio. My name is Jonah. Follow Knifey Lion Radio on Twitter. And remember, folks, whoever you are, if you make a bad tweet, it's okay to delete. Joining me today in the palatial studio is the West Side homeowning sensation, Zach. Yep. Also joining me after dusting off his goal scoring boots Saturday morning, it's Nick from Soccer. What's up, world? <laughs> what? <Wow. laughs> How dare you? <laughs> folks. He's on the phone. Chad has laryngitis. This week, we will recap the 2-1 thrashing, thrashing of the thrashing. Charleston Battery. We'll just peek our heads around the corner to say hi to our old friend. Catch watch. We'll briefly sound confused during a brand new edition of Stadium Status. And whatever is left makes its way into Popery. If you're still listening after I questioned life itself last week, you are worthy of an entrance into the John Hark's John Cave, Cave of, of Wonders. Wonders. Oh, yeah. Thank you. This week, once again, is sponsored by Speedway. Speedway. But I'm going to be honest, I'm actively seeking other sponsors. I'm sick and tired of being ignored. So if you know of a local, national, or global business that wants access to our vast, confidential number of listeners, point them in our direction. Now, I'm a member of the Pride, so I'm trained to be a corporate sellout. Just tell me what to say and when to say it. I'm looking your way, Halliburton. (laughs) Blackwater private military contractors, if you still exist, come on down. We're the pod for you. Let DI know that I'll make fun of anyone, even Prid. Also, this is 100% true. My wife only found out within the past week that Diane Schlag is not the name of an actual supporters group. She's still waiting for Lindner's ladies to email her back. Speedway! Speedway. Zach, you had a Speedway thought? You breathed? <laughs> Did I? I don't know. I just... Nah, nothing new for me. Is... I tell you what. Okay. You know, my brother's in the pride. <laughs> Amelia is in Diane Schlag. I don't know where my loyalties lie. <laughs> I'm pretty torn. You're a bridge guy. So Speedway, I mean... Um... I don't get it. <laughs> Zach, do you know about the bridge? Excuse me? The Legion rebranded. Oh, yeah. I think you told me that. <laughs> Why? Um, like, there's another team with that already, I think. The bridge? No, the Legion. Oh. I don't yeah, know if I that's mean, a reason. but It's a pretty common, uh, strong word, so I wouldn't be surprised. I did yell that out during the Supporters Summit soccer game. You're not playing the Legion! Wait, no. I said the bridge. <laughs> Damn it! it! Looks like it hasn't taken hold for me yet. Uh, But that really got people fired up. But let's stop avoiding what we all came here for, our exceptional game analysis and recap. Recap. It's good to have the recap back. Before that, I shouldn't ignore it, but we played Indy last week and we lost. I'm making an executive decision and deciding that game doesn't matter. Moving on. Also, Wednesday, SEC signed Speedy Winger Kakuta Mane for a bunch of fake money. Also, Logan Gadula (laughs) Oblongata. I wrote that. Was loaned to Phoenix. Most importantly, Rashawn, don't call me Russell, stays. Uh, very exciting. Guys, no, it's not. Let's just keep going. Game one of the Charleston Champions Correspondence Convoluted Consulting Cup for FCC was Saturday night against Forrest Lasso's old team. 
Starting lineup segment sponsored by McDonald's, McDonald's. Teton, Powell, Deplon, Haglin, Lasso, Hoyt. 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 UO. Is it UO? Well, I shouldn't. CST says UOA, but they still say Deplane. So I'm saying Uloa until otherwise noted. Bertone, Lama, Maddox, and Adi was your starting lineup. Zach, this is your favorite question every year. What do you think about this starting 11? <laughs> How pumped were you? Uh, super pumped. Well, you know, the thing that stands out is like, oh, Hoyt's in with the A team. That's odd. But then uh, he was more solid than maybe anyone else out there. So. Yeah, he was fine. I um, was looking for my man, Alan Cruz. Costa Rican international. I was a little upset not to see him otherwise. Yeah, in hindsight, obviously. Um, the other thing about it, it took me a minute to figure out who was who out there. We had some pixelation, though. I had no idea. Nick, you are just chomping at the bit to talk about this starting lineup. To finally see these guys, you know, a real stream. How pumped were you? I mean, I honestly had no fucking clue who most of these people were out there. And there was... Not really excitement because I, I had never seen any of these guys. I mean, I've seen highlights and stuff, but I don't know. I just don't get I don't get excited like in the eleven about preseason games. I just uh, that's a really shitty take. I know, but I, <laughs> I I feel like I was excited to see some of our returning guys. Like I was excited to see Lasso um, and and like Zach said, Hoyt. I was just happy to kind of see the team play together for the first time on the stream. Um, so no, no, my heart was. I don't know. I wasn't really racing, to be well, honest. Well, Nick, because you don't know, that's why it's exciting <laughs> to finally see them play. Um, why'd you even come over last? <laughs> no, I'm I mean, I'm ex- I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see the team finally play. But I guess I wasn't like like looking at a starting lineup. I'm not like I, I don't I don't know what to expect. Right? Yeah, at the end of the game, Bertone did. Really nothing for me, but we can get into that later. <laughs> but honestly, I could have been mistaking some of his plays for other people. <laughs> I was like, who the hell? Okay, Bertone. And then I finally was like, okay, Deplon's wearing long sleeves under his jersey. I don't think it was him. <laughs> I think it was Victor Hua. <laughs> and uh, I talked to uh, Sarah, future Nick replacement, and um, she was at the game in Charleston. You know, she was having some issues, too, telling who is who. Amelia Wolf had a snide tweet about maybe learn how the players are, because I was a little upset they didn't have numbers on, even though every other team in this Charleston Championship Cup situation does have numbers, even if they don't have names. But I had a picture of Deplon and uh, Bertone sitting next to each other. I'm the world's biggest Deplon fan. You can barely tell these guys apart, and I'm staring at their faces. Now imagine being uh, looking at Zach's um, you know, 120p TV that he pulled out of the garbage can, and uh, you really can't tell. Just kidding, Zach. You have a great TV. I know you. You can't stand for that. But uh, I can't stop talking about this TV, <laughs> guys. I bought a house, and the previous owners left me a really fucking fancy smart TV. Well, you know the hits keep on coming. Uh, Cecilia's legally blind. Uh, but as for the game itself, second minute, you know, we just sat down. We watched it as a podcast together, like we do everything. And uh, the second minute. Adi goal after a Maddox cross, after a Powell run, after Deplon won the ball. It was glorious. We're like, wow, <laughs> we've really got it together. Zach, I believe you called it the best movement in uh, FCC history. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it was. And also, Jonah spilled coffee on my brand new rug. I don't think it was me. Somebody else knocked. Who has a pillow on the coffee table? But yeah, Nick, what you see out there, that first goal and that set our expectations maybe uh, too high? Yeah, I'm sorry. My uh, my 
my kid just fell off the bed and he's crying profusely. I can ask um, Zach. <laughs> no, no, the, the the combo was was pretty sweet. I mean, it was like a little bit of magic coming up that right hand side. I think me and Zach and you were all like making little noises, like ooh ah, and then for it to culminate in a goal like that was, I mean, that was pretty pretty amazing. Probably the best moment in the game for me, honestly. Yeah, it'd have to be. Yes. <laughs> um, I keep watching the replay, and I'm unsure if Adi scored it off his arm. It looks kind of like the rebound goes right off his hand or his arm. But, uh, no, it was a goal, so whatever. Um, but, yeah, so that set the inappropriate tone for the game. We're like, wow, got really excited. And I'd say the next uh, rest of the half. Couldn't touch the ball. <laughs> we didn't get on the ball, sat back, looked like we hunkered down. Really wanted to get this win. A one nothing win. Koch is really practicing for the regular season. Yeah, anything else you noticed in the f- first half besides some some poor passes and some... Uh, we have a few good movements, and then the, like, the final cross would be just like a pass to the goalie or something. I don't know. Look like look like a team that, uh you know, hasn't played any real games together. Yeah, and that's one excuse, but I was thinking while I was driving over here, with as much experience and the level of play that pretty much that whole starting lineup has played with, we should be able to hold the ball against Charleston no matter what. Even if it was like day one, get all these guys together, we should be able to keep possession. I don't know. Yeah, I, to- I totally agree with that. It's hard to kind of extract any type of meaning or foreshadowing uh, um, about a team in the preseason, but I think that's absolutely right. I mean, Charleston had way too much possession, I think, in that first half for me to feel good about anything. Um, I don't know. I, I know we're going to talk about the second half, which made me feel a lot better. It seemed like we got a lot of things going, but yeah, that was that was kind of disheartening for sure. I'm sure some other stuff happened in the first half, but I don't remember. Second half, um, we came out looking a little better. The starters, I think everyone stayed in except Stanko came in for Victor Uoa, and I thought he was pretty good. Charleston got a goal after, I don't know what the minute was, after a penalty kick, Nick Haglin slid to block a ball and uh, apparently blocked it with his arm. He didn't protest at all, so I'm guessing it was a good call. Nick, you were saying Spencer definitely would have saved that, and TT just let it go by. Basically, just I mean, a statue. You were very upset. You said if he would have guessed the other way, he would have it, which is true of many penalty kicks. If only he had gone the complete opposite direction. Well, here's here's what I meant for to defend my comment. Um, that is true. I did say that. That does seem extremely boneheaded to make a comment like that, but because of where the guy placed it, it was relatively close to the, the center of the goal, just on the other side of TT. So had he just kind of dove the other way, I think, I mean, just because just you guess the right way doesn't mean you're going to save it, right? Know. You know? No, it wasn't like so, buried in the corner or anything. But. Exactly, exactly. So, so TT's not, out for sure. Name. No, I know what you meant. 56 minute, Darren Maddox gets a penalty kick goal after Adi's taken down in the box. Adi had scored on the play, but the ref blew his whistle a second too early. And apparently, according to Chuck Hatch, the ref apologized to Addy, which uh, he'd never seen before. The ref said, sorry, I should have let it gone and did VAR if you missed it. But he didn't. We ended up scoring anyways. But Addy is not the PK ticker. Maddox is. And that will be the final score. Two to one. Some big takeaways. I have my notes here. Uh, Addy missed a couple sitters. Um, Zach, you're upstairs um, dealing with your child, Nick. What do you think about Addy? Probably could have had four goals. I don't know. He looks like he's in last season form already. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, no, I mean, he should have, he should be burying at least. I mean, one is something that kind of happens, but he had a couple, like you said, that 
he's got to be burying those for the most part. But preseason, whatever, maybe maybe he's just not there mentally yet. Maybe he's not. I don't know. Who knows? He should have definitely had some more of that for sure. Maddox, I liked him. He had a couple bad balls. Some of those bad crosses I was talking about were for him. But uh, overall, I like seeing him out there. He looked fast. He looked uh, hungry. <clears throat> he does look hungry. He looks like he's playing with a chip on his shoulder for one reason or another. Um, no, he looked good. Not entirely sharp, but he looked really good, I thought. Yeah, I was just going to say, um, that first goal, Maddox played that across to, to um, Audie, right? Yeah. It like seemed to me, I know we didn't have a, a good angle on this at all, but um, Audie seemed like he was well, well off sides on that. It looked like that to me as well, but... It, it didn't seem as bad <laughs> on the FCC's clip where they had like an on-field camera. It didn't. Yeah, I saw that. This, I saw that this morning, and and you're right, it didn't. But it still, looked like he at least was a, a step off. But just let him have the goal, okay? He he lost so much that game. Just give him something. Um, Deplon, I hate to say it, he had one terrible giveaway in the second half that could have led to a goal, but it did not because we were playing the Charleston Battery. But overall, I want to say he did great, but honestly, I had a real hard time. <laughs> determining who was the blonde who was uh Hagland, and honestly who was lasso but uh sometimes who was bertone <laughs> who was bertone who was uloa who was everybody zach you noticed this so neef got really upset with it our man titi came out to get a corner flapped at it like a bird <laughs> didn't quite get a hold of it what'd you think of titi we didn't get to see really him um get a chance to do much of anything no we didn't i don't know what it is about him that i had no confidence in him I don't know. Some his positioning maybe looked odd sometimes, and then, yeah, him coming for that corner that was awful. But even before that, I just felt like I don't know. It does kind of look like Peter Crouch with gloves on, <laughs> like just even when he's like it's kind of bouncing around. He's a real goofball. He looks kind of scared. I don't know what it is. <laughs> he's never played the battery. He doesn't know what to expect. But so that's him. He hasn't had a contract in eighteen months. Uh, yeah, because that explains it. <laughs> <laughs> Does it? <laughs> he could have played for some team. I mean, with, it, with his resume, he could have been on a team. I mean, he's still killing it in practice. Every time Jack Stern throws a ball at him, <laughs> he's fucking double fisting it, looking real stoked. Yeah, these guys could dominate if there was a spike ball tournament. <laughs> what else? <laughs> we are spike ball and uh, rock, paper, scissors champions. Uh, Hoyt with a near assist in the second half. He was making some moves. He looked confident on the ball. He looked like a guy who's uh, been playing for 30 million years. The one thing about that formation, I think that helps Hoyt a lot um, when it's not all on him to get back every single time. You know what I'm saying? What else do I have here? Second half, uh, USL players are better than our MLS players. Nick, what'd you think when uh, we made the massive swap? A lot of our old favorites came in there and, of course, immediately looked like... People that have played together before. Yeah, I mean, it was instantly noticeable for me. First of all, it is hilarious to see like eight dudes come up to the half line and sub in. I, I know it's a preseason game, but it always makes me chuckle inside whenever I see that. It's just kind of bizarre, but yeah, no, it was instant for me because it just seemed like we were we were playing much quicker. That was the most noticeable thing to me. Whereas you know, the first half, there was a lot of discombobulation and a lot of like. I think needless touches from some of our people that are going to be more prominent players this season. But when our USL guys came in, it was like the pace just kind of shot up and the possession kind of shot up. So yeah, it was, it was kind of nice. I was, um, it's always nice to see people like Ledesma and, and bone and, and those guys come in and just really 
take control of the game. Yeah, at the very least, they look like worthy MLS roster players, which I assumed anyways. But, you know, for people taking a dump on us, bringing the USL guys, when you see them, even if it's against Charleston's Charleston's B team, I'm pretty confident in them being as good as the bottom of a, another team's MLS roster. So, like, if that's what we're judging against, I feel good. And, in fact, I'd like to see... Ledesma get some playing time in this tournament with the first team. Uh, That's Zach, one annoying yeah. thing, and I didn't. Get, obviously, we couldn't watch the other games, but Koch doesn't seem interested in integrating this so-called like B team with the starters and see like you know which combinations work better. Like it's almost like he's got it figured out already, maybe based on pay scale and not on chemistry. What the fuck do I know? Yeah. I just don't really have any faith in Koch. <laughs> we'll save that. I would yeah. say the one thing that bothered me, I just assumed Cruz would be out there. He was just made a young DP also on the roster, so he's a young designated player. And uh, he came in, he had a, a rocket shot that was uh, too high, but it had some nice, uh, it looked pretty nice. And some nice moves, some nice passes, and just seems like he'd be a more exciting player to watch out there than um, I don't know if he would be in Victor Uloa's spot or so hopefully he's starting one of these games. But as soon as he came in, I was like, yeah, he should have been out here. What's his butt? Uh, young Frankie, he had a little shake and bake out there. We all said, ooh, but <laughs> <laughs> nothing really came of it. And we're like, all right, nice little Yeah, touch. I wonder if uh, we've loaned out a bunch of guys. Is Frankie here to stay? Is Rashawn here to stay? Let's say yes. I hope so. Um, what else? Yeah, any other final thoughts about the game before we get into... Uh... I know there's going to be probably a significant amount of disappointment from the FCC fan base in regards to that game because we played the battery. But, I mean, if you look at it, it, it should have been about four or five to one. I mean, there was a number of chances it should have been put away. And the scoreline should have been that, and that would have been more reflective, I think, of what everyone was expecting. The first half, I think, was just the most disappointing. But I saw some things start to come together in the second half, and um, – I don't know. Like I said, I'm sticking to the whole like motto of like not trying to look too deeply into preseason games because I mean we're trying to figure out the chemistry. Even though like what Zach said that Koch doesn't seem to be wanting to experiment with that too much, but we're still trying to figure that out. I mean, chemistry is a real thing. I mean, you saw our USL players come in who have a lot of chemistry. They played a season last season together, and it kind of changed the game around a little bit. So, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with the score. I'm fine with the game. Um, wish the second or first half was much better, but it'll, I think it will all come in time. We got some, some real deal players out there. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, Jesus I'm Christ. Just kidding. I'm I don't, just kidding. I don't really care about the, the scores in these. I would just like to see some possession, especially from that starting lineup. That first half, yeah. just like it was a great Fair. goal, but just fucking keep the ball for a little while. I don't understand. Uh, yeah, fair enough. That's that's a good point. I would say, and we said this last night, that if I turned on an MLS preseason game and they were playing like FCC would, was playing, I'd just be like, yeah, <laughs> looks like a preseason game. But when it's your own team, like, oh, my God. Yeah. Act like you know what you're doing. Yeah. Like I said last night, I watched you know, some of that Columbus-Chicago. This, this looks like garbage. If I was a fan <laughs> of either of those teams, I'd be like, what's going on out here? But, you know, it's it's not meaningless, but... Yeah, we'll see how we look because yeah. we're going to play those teams. Yeah, no uh, no knee-jerk reactions from us ever. Yeah, uh, Semi-favorable uh, FCC pundit Bobby Warshaw described it as a 3-4-3 last night, and he said, basically had a tweet like, 
nobody <laughs> nobody plays this formation ever. Uh, who, so I don't know if this could work. And like a shrug emoji. And our old boy, uh, Richie Ryan, coming to FCC's defense. Uh, James O'Connor ran this last year to much success, so we'll see. So uh, Richie Ryan still on the FCC beat. I also noticed uh, his profile on Twitter still says FCC player. He just can't let go. And... Um, but he also tweeted, I don't expect this to be the formation they play during the season. Well, then why bother with it in the preseason? It's a waste of time. <laughs> well, you know, it's the first game. <laughs> Maybe if it looked amazing. Yeah. Um, so that takes us to this week's edition. Oh, baby. You've missed it. Well, what's really annoying is... Oh, you don't I, need to say Kyle. Watch it. <laughs> I just want... Didn't you want to see, like, a lasso, Kendall, Waston pairing back there? Yeah, I don't... I mean, there could have been a reason that Waston wasn't... Maybe, you know, he's a little sore, okay? Uh, This week's, this year's first edition of... Catch Watch. Catch's seat is... (laughs) Pretty cold. Um, But, Catch, we're watching you. We're not, uh... We're not gonna go crazy. I think we've said what we've said. So we just got an extra eye on him. We're gonna be paying attention. Well, Uh, we did learn that, you know, we talked about it on a podcast last season that, oh, the players don't like the training methods... They're doing some stupid shit that they think is a waste of time. And there there wasn't a mutiny, but there really was some haters on the team <laughs> <laughs> last season. Like, like the first five weeks, they were all uh, kind of anti-catch. Yeah. Luckily, as I've said, we've got some real snoozers for our opening few games. We can basically <laughs> sleepwalk our way to 12 points in the first four. Um, Nick, if you had to grade Koch's year so <laughs> far <laughs> on a scale of two to four... Oh man, probably a three. Wow, I guess. Mm, that's interesting. Zach, give me a temperature for Koch's seat. <laughs> Put it at a uh, seventy-six. Folks, <laughs> you don't want to wear a coat when it's seventy-six. I think it's staying, it's staying warm all year. <laughs> oh baby, Nick, you're basically said he was swimming in lava, feces, <laughs> fecal lava. <laughs> Hot, hot feces. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it was pretty obvious that uh, this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. No, I, no, I, I, I don't. I just, you know, it's, I don't know. I just want to hear whole, that sweet whole, watch sound again. To, you know? to play devil's advocate, the guy has gotten a whole new influx of players the last last season and this season. So it's like trying to kind of like set up camp with these guys and get the chemistry built. That takes a little bit of time. So I'm not. Obviously, at this point, going to say anything either way, but I do agree that if he's toying with fucking formations that probably aren't realistic for the season, that's just so pointless. And, you know, we really need to fucking start working on what we're going to really be trying to do. But I, maybe maybe he is. I don't know. Maybe yeah. that is part of the. But it just I, I agree. If Richie Ryan said that, then that is it's totally needless. That being said, what the fuck does Richie Ryan know? <laughs> Excuse me, King's Hammer coach. He probably knows more than Gosh, let's be real. No, he probably does. I would take him. Uh, so you heard it here first. He guys. can hold the ball. So Liz, if you're listening, if there's any way we could get Koch on the pod, <laughs> you know how to reach us. Slide into those DMs. We're mutual followers. Wait, no, actually, I don't follow you. But uh, send me a message anyways. Follow uh, her. Don't follow her. It's the most bland follow you'll ever have. Whatever. <laughs> it's the rice cake of Twitter feeds. But yeah, I'm excited for the rest of the games. 
uh, Wednesday, right? Thursday? <clears throat> Wednesday, I think. Moving along. We are in first place, top of the table of the Charleston Champions Invitational. So it's something to hang our hat on. For this week's edition of Stadium Status, Music Hall Say Yes, Ballet Say <laughs> Ness. <laughs> say, whoa, slow down. Just when you thought our stadium was settled, folks. The ballet says, no, no, no. City council says, whoa, whoa, whoa. Nick, is this why you moved out of the city limits? You just couldn't handle this. No, I was a, I was getting freaked out by people shooting shotguns off on top of fucking buildings. Fair. And we all know. No one shoots fair. guns outside of the city limits. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but I will say this. It's interesting. I'm just, uh, I just see a Democrat, <laughs> the city council ballot. I just vote for him. <laughs> I don't think about it at all, if I'm being totally honest. But now I've come to learn that as far as city council goes, locals, since city, city councils, you know, party affiliation doesn't seem to matter <laughs> as much as it does in the national level. We're not overturning Roe v. Wade in Cincinnati, folks. That's for sure. And uh, Chris Sealback, I'm not voting for you again, you fucking asshole. I don't like the cut of your jib. I'm just saying. I don't I, I don't really pay attention to, to local politics until it came to FCC. You learn a lot every day. And everyone just annoys me. Uh, Zach, you're breathing. You, I know you have a Jeff Birding tangent. Is there something you want to say before you... No, it is funny. You see... It's a problem with the left, but... <laughs> see Chris Seelbach. Oh, a gay man. I think he's a vegan. You think, oh progressive guy and uh probably be on his side with a lot of things he's can't fucking handle him um almost all of his opinions i really really hate and he didn't how come he didn't get me too'd for grabbing a guy's ass at a bar possibly his crotch from what i understand he kind of he does get really handsy i guess when he drinks fucking god speaking of the wrong side of the aisle god just go down well i have to get on a different account because i'm blocked on most of them (laughs) to see uh Jeff Kappel's Twitter feed. Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking Lego head. This guy is the worst. But I told you not to tweet at Jeff Kappel. So you did it anyways. <laughs> I thought I made myself clear. I said, don't tweet at Jeff Kappel. Nick you... can't stop himself. It's... <laughs> it was kind of a... I'd say at least half... Whoa. At least half... Whoa. Hold on, I don't like this orchestrated, <laughs> orchestrated online bullying campaign. <laughs> if anyone deserves it. First of all, I said, do not... But uh, Jeff Kappel's blocked about a dozen new people, courtesy of people doing the opposite of what I said. Nick, sorry, you had you wanted to defend yourself. No, well, there's two things. Um, you earlier in the podcast, some said something about me being replaced. That we'll have to talk about that a little bit later. But <laughs> there also was. What, so what did I? What did I do, Zach? I don't know. What, I couldn't help myself from, Jeff from tweeting to Jeff Kappel. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's it's a bitch. Nick, it's Nick. It's Nick Catnip. <laughs> I tell you what, I never used the old B word until this podcast started. I feel like you didn't either, Nick. It's all, it's all from Jonah. T- totally didn't. <laughs> Glad to be such a positive influence on the city's politics. Yeah, so the stadium—it's not getting built. We're gonna be a nipper forever. Uh, I hate everyone, uh, but Zach, you uh, have found yourself a big fan of Jeff Birding. Press releases. He just really comes off like a brat almost all the time. He kind of did during the whole city council, all that shit leading up to uh, getting approval and stuff. And then now we're just trying to get minorities and women back to work. City council doesn't want them. <laughs> like, come on, man. 
I'm like, shut the fuck up. It's like, we got a lot of union workers ready to get yeah, out ready there. Ready to go, and they don't want them to get to work. We do. It's like, come on, man. Well, if we know one thing, it's whether it's uh, obnoxious or not, Burning knows how to get the sausage made. I guess. He's just going to whine his way into getting what he wants. Like, I mean, it's true. Like, the there's union contracts, and there's minority and women-owned businesses, but that's not like... Jeff Burding's M.O. Come on. And then when if someone writes an article that's like leaning towards his side, look at this brilliant article <laughs> explaining this. Oh, so great. Did what you see a- that tweet? We said this just took a, a diarrhea shit on the Magna Carta. <laughs> this is the greatest thing I've ever read. It's so weird he said diarrhea shit because that's redundant. But uh, no, I mean, I like the ballet. I saw it once. That's where I took my wife on our first date. Ever. And people are talking about, oh, are we going to name a stand after Jeff Birding and stuff? I'm like, oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I already have five statues. I'll have to give another speech to open the Jeff Birding stand. Everyone will be like, wow, look at that Carl Linder statue. And then I'll be like, that's just Carl Linder. I turned on the kit release <laughs> just stream. Standing there. He wouldn't shut up. I didn't even have the sound on him. It's like, shut your mouth. What could you be talking about again? Show us the shirt. City Council does want black people to wear this jersey. <laughs> I'm the only one who cares. Look, I love the team, but God, he makes it hard. Well, Zach, you can go join uh, our new rival podcast who says they're finally bringing humor to soccer podcasts. Well, assholes, you search FC Cincinnati on iTunes. See who pops up first. It's your boy. Let's just move on to this week's edition of Popery. Uh The jersey release was last week. We thought we knew. We pretty much knew. It turns out we mostly knew. How did you feel? But we didn't. I didn't have to know those colors. Those colors are really popping. Nick, I'll go to you. You haven't gotten to speak in a while. You've been just fuming about the ballet. What'd you think when we finally saw these new kits? <laughs> no, no, Nick, I, I had to get downstairs. My kids were going fucking nuts here. Um, um, How about these yeah. kits? What are we talking about? The kits? Is that, is that what we got going on What'd you on here? think? Man, I think the numbers in the front that were like, what, like two inches tall? Oh, God. No, we're talking about the new kits. Oh, the new kits. So okay, you yeah. think we're still talking about that game? Did you miss all that <laughs> ballet talk? Jesus no, God. no, I was listening to that. No, no, the kits are great. I mean, I like the away ones. Um, I, I, I what? seem the to white always... One? I do actually, yeah. I, I seem to like all all of our away jerseys. I think more than our home jerseys, but this is probably the best home jersey I think we've ever had, in my opinion. I think it. I think it looks great. I mean, you only have so much to work with, obviously, with like the Adidas templates. And um, yeah, I'm 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 a fan. I think yeah, maybe a little bit more orange could have been worked in there, but no, I'm I'm down. I mean, I think they did good with what they had to work with. Well, the problem is with that away kit. We knew it was going to be all white. Jonas sent me, did you make it yourself, a little mock-up before it came out? And uh, you know the stripes that are on the shoulders that are orange on the home kit? He had done those black. Oh, my God. That changes the whole thing. It looks ten times better, just those three black stripes on the shoulders. but No stripes. No stripes. Uh, The home kit, it's fine. Last year's really grew on me, and I like that one a lot now. Um, So I'm kind of comparing to that, which I liked. There's more orange in it, and... uh, no, it's pretty good. It looks good on him. And then we got mocked 
by the intelligentsia of uh, Reddit MLS. Because there's another it, team that uses the template? Uh, well, more because they revealed that we don't have authentics this year, so the players are wearing replicas. Basically, trash bags. Uh, I hope they don't fall apart when they're playing. <clears throat> they say that, but if there's no authentic, how can there be a replica? <laughs> I also think authentic <laughs> is uh, 80% bullshit just to sell a higher-priced jersey. Like, oh, this has the better moisture-wicking. Like, I know the uh, semantics of it, but if the players are wearing a replica, it's not a replica. That's the authentic one. Yeah, so we're getting a real deal this year on authentics. <laughs> I will say... Uh, if no authentic exists, then you're not replicating anything. Yeah, this is turning into me and Nick's conversation <laughs> last week. Am I right? What did you guys talk about? Yes. <laughs> uh, we, we talked about existential crisis. <laughs> What the meaning of life and stuff like that. Um, well, Nick's probably meditating as we speak. I well, will tell you say, what. Oh, sorry. Go I'm, I'm going to say I like it. And the more kits get released across the MLS, I think we're towards the top of the heap for sure. Yeah. People have been mostly positive about, I mean, people liked, you know, when they had something to make fun of, they went for it. But as far as the jersey itself, I would say 90% of the things I read were positive and uh every time i look at it i get a little feeling like i I knew what was coming but i look at it, i see like that white piping on the neck and on the sleeves i'm like "Mm." the only thing i don't like so i like that at first and then when i see the players wearing them it looks like they're wearing a white undershirt that sticks out just a little too far (laughs) because the way that piping is it sits kind of underneath um i used to do that in high school i always wore (laughs) a white shirt and often uh it was a little longer um but it made me look beefy here's a little pet peeve you can cut this out if you want Referring to kits as clean is like the thing. Everyone just does it. Every kit release like looks so clean, so clean. So they, <laughs> everyone says that about like the away jersey. The away jersey is really clean, but I would have liked more. Like clean, you mean empty? Yeah, clean is usually what you say when something is simple. Yeah, people say that about anytime they see a picture of a tattoo. It's just like what you say. Like, oh, it's really clean. Like, shut <laughs> Not up. infected at all. Yeah. Nick, are you still with us? Yes. <laughs> got any final jersey thoughts no actually um i i i too have kind of uh have a strong affinity towards our uh, jerseys last year which i didn't really i wasn't in love with our uh, home jerseys last year but i guess they've definitely grown on me too and i actually am also kind of comparing these new ones with um our jerseys from last year but uh i'm just here for the quality of soccer <laughs> Fuck yeah. off. Uh, I also saw, apparently we're getting two new kits next year, so we will not have these exact same ones next year. So uh, the all-entire white, I'm assuming, will will go away. <clears throat> the jersey, I really... When I saw the picture of Indy's new jersey, I was like, oh, man, this is fucking pretty. Then uh, when I saw Patty in it, it looked kind of dumb. Maybe he's just too jacked to wear that collared <laughs> shirt. But uh, Yeah, when he had the... You just, it makes sense for him to do a top button. But it looks kind of weird, his top button. But he probably could go a size up. He loves having uh, tight clothes on. But I would say, one guy who needs to size down, Forrest Lasso's pick in the jersey. It looks like uh, a replica. <laughs> it looks, it's not like it's fitting well. Everybody else looks pretty decent in it. That pick with the Kendall in it, that's what sold me. 
Yeah. I mean, that's basically what I'm going to look like in it. Hard as nails, and it's going to get extra small. Painted onto his chiseled <laughs> torso. <laughs> uh, this guy's big. Will he ever play for us, though? Um, next up in Potpourri, guys, why does Liz hate us? <laughs> I've just got the vibe. I don't know where. I'm picking up the <laughs> vibe that Liz really is down on KLR. Uh, if you didn't see it the other day, I yesterday I tweeted Saturday. Are they going to be wearing the new kits? I got a response, and there's no way it was Steck. It was nope. Period. Period. <laughs> and jeez, uh, Louise. Um, What's uh, her job? She's head of communications for the team. Yeah, public relations. Zach, why do you think Liz hates us the most? Do you think she's heard the podcast? Was it my Godzilla tweet? Or was it us talking about uh, her grocery store disaster? Well, I think it was the grocery store tweet. We did hate on that. When she kept posting the inaugural MLS game. I think I responded to that like, no way did Alex Deck make this tweet. <laughs> um, I didn't know she could feel such emotions. She's so. <laughs> um, we also hated on her for. Uh, she was like, oh, I almost went and sat with the revolution at the draft by mistake. And I think we said, like, why don't you go sit there and <laughs> never come back? I tell you what, I don't think she recognizes the importance of the involvement of fans. I'm not saying this. Like, we're that important, but, like, fans that are putting effort into, like, the team is a good thing. Yes. I know she doesn't see that. It's like, well, that's not really a moneymaker, probably. It's what's going to keep people interested. It's not going to be us forever, but... We're the invisible fabric of the team. Some might say the atoms that you can only see on a microscopic level that hold everything. She loathes us. Isn't that Seinfeld? She just hates me so much. I I found I find it irresistible. (laughs) I don't find it irresistible. Nick, what do you got time for? (laughs) No, I think you got a good point. Um, (laughs) I'm great at grocery shopping. I don't give a fuck. No, no. I mean, like, the creativity that comes out of this culture should be embraced and should be something that is celebrated. And not something that you get all fucking pissed off about. And like these people on this podcast or this this person that does TIFOs or whatever has a, a criticism. And it's like, you know, that's all part of the fucking deal, dude. Like, this culture, not everyone's going to be like singing Kumbaya and hanging out. You got to realize in that position that this is a very organic thing. And like, obviously, us three, we kind of come out of a... I don't know, kind of come out of like a punk rock, hardcore type of community. And like, mm. it's just kind of like... The way that we put things and say things is is different from, you know, people that come out of other circles, right? I mean... Also, almost every, like, legit kind of snide or nasty thing we say is tongue-in-cheek. I think that's pretty obvious most of the yeah. time. So it's annoying if, like, she doesn't get that or fucking doesn't get it. Whoa! <laughs> it's all just... <laughs> We're all just fucking around. Yeah, I mean, that's, Whatever. like, kind of like... That's exactly right. Like, it's it's not to be dicks it's just you know it's that's how we are and embrace it man that's that's who your fan base is the reply to the sounders because that was clearly her right we're assuming it was her said we're not advertising we're not trying to sell tickets for your game or something it was like uh you know what we meant and so people on like uh mls reddit were like wow fcc has a lot to learn about how mls works i was like she came from the mls she came from the team with the worst fucking supporters culture like fan base it's the shithole of the mls 
<laughs> I don't know anything about their fans, actually. I know it's small. It. Who has that culture you just need to have? Revolution. Uh, Revolution. <laughs> well, there was like that, uh, I think I talked about it, the players, anonymous players poll, and they're like, what's the worst place to play in the league? And they all say, at the Revolution, because it's so dead. No, we don't. You know, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Even like Jeff Birding, if I saw him on the street, I'd be like, hey, what's up? Hit the rock. <laughs> just stop like, talking. Just stop talking so much. Uh, speaking of, uh, I, I don't want to step on three deaths uh, angle now, but he's like riding hard for Pat Brennan now. <laughs> he's, he's flipping it. He's like, no, I'm embracing all of it. <laughs> just like Caleb Porter. Caleb Porter, you want us to hate you? <laughs> we still love you, bro. But uh, Pat Brennan keeps calling... Uh, FCC in tweets calls it the FC. <laughs> now, is he saying the FC? Is it, I wrote, trolling or rolling? Nick, what do you think? Is Pat Brennan trolling or rolling? <laughs> I don't know what the rolling means. <laughs> I have fucking no clue what either of those options are or what they mean. You know what trolling means. Well, I, I guess I do, but in this context, well, I mean. He keeps he using trolling? the FC. So do you think he's doing it as like a troll because he knows people don't like FC? I mean, probably, but that whole thing's like kind of fucking dumb anyway at this point to me. Like, I don't know. It's it's kind of like people get this power trip to just come down on people that say FC. Oh, like, geez. no, seriously, it's <laughs> I'm, like I'm with Nick. But... No, I'm 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 sick of it. It's like you know, people that like are super into soccer, which is great, and they they they've you know become massive supporters of the team in the last couple of years. They find it as this way to like exert their fucking like fandom and their dedication to to fc cincinnati by like just absolutely you know going off on people that say fc who gives a fuck man like really is it that big of a deal sounds like someone says fc too much doth <laughs> protest well, see i would like if it i would like for it to take off because then like it's kind of like an arrogant thing and then if you put the i think what pat's doing is yeah he's hating on people who are crying about people calling it fc but then if you put a the in front of it it works so you think he's both trolling and rolling yeah like he's trolling and rolling because then he's like look i'm just calling it fc but if you say the and you say like oh so and so just signed for the football club makes perfect sense you know what we're talking about i would say and it fucking rolls off the tongue a lot better i don't really make fun of people for saying fc i think it's just usually a nice litmus test about someone who doesn't pay much attention to the team or someone who's uh, casually supporting, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. But if someone says, "Oh, what's going on with uh, FC?" It's usually, you know, one of your parents. No, I, it's I, one of your parents or someone who doesn't pay much attention. And so, yeah, there are people who take it way too seriously. But it's oh, yeah, just a good way to be like, oh, "Okay, this person, I know who I'm talking to here, and they probably don't know a lot about yeah, the team." It just feels like like a sort of gatekeeping to me a little bit, and it's just I don't know. It's it's something that, like last couple like seasons I was like kind of on board with it, but I don't know. I just kind of grown to have a distaste for it. Let people enjoy the team and don't be such a judgmental dick. Well, this is anyway. Next, I kind of like last appearance. I kind of like the FC because <laughs> it seems kind of arrogant. I don't like. It reminds me of Ohio State, but uh, but I'm fine. Yeah, if you emphasize the, it definitely yeah. does. But uh, I would say, I mean, uh, the FC kind of did that to themselves because. But before we changed our logo, it was a fucking enormous FC. Yeah. So they kind of dug themselves a hole. But I'm fu- if it becomes a thing where we, you know, flip the script, uh, we take the word. But- <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> take the power back of the word, <laughs> repurpose it for ourselves. If we if we start calling it the FC, then uh, that's that's funny to me. Yeah, uh, yeah. So if we'll it's done see. as a fuck you. Of course, I'm gonna be. Who's gonna be the Oprah of the uh, fan base? She is opposed to uh, <laughs> taking the <laughs> taking the word back. Anyway, go on. that'll make a lot of sense after I deleted the last part. <laughs> uh, Saturday supporters summit gathering of supporters, folks. Most importantly, brand new. Put him on the spot. Pride member. He's already been elected president of the Pride. <laughs> Nick from soccer. He's back. Put his cleats back on for the Pride versus uh, Diane Schlag game. Nick, how'd it feel to get back? In the action, Hall of Famer. It felt pretty good. My my back is definitely sore today. I wasn't anticipating feeling so sore, but no, it was good, man. I am glad to get out and run around and uh, run into some people. And uh, was kind of bummed I had to play for DI for a little bit. They were low on players at first, but that righted itself, and I was able to get out and play for the Pride. And uh, yeah, that was nice. Well, don't worry, Nick didn't score any goals for DI. Lord knows he tried. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Piercing Spatula shut Sorry. my ass down. Yeah, you yeah. had a great, great game and goal. Uh, let's let's not you know bury the lead. Uh... But uh, yeah, that was fun. And then there was uh, the summit itself. Uh, you know, lots of speaking. Eventually, I just I was just too hungry and I got myself some Chilitos. I had to dip out early. I don't know if um, for all that was there watching the game if you uh, noticed my shot from about half field <laughs> that bent and dipped into the corner and I think John the keeper of DI just was absolutely frozen and <laughs> fucking upper 90 window just watches it go go in and then I'm looking right at him because I know this ball's going in and I want to see how he reacts and he looks at me and goes pretty good shot <laughs> So if you saw that, what else could you consider, say? Consider, consider <laughs> yourself you lucky. <laughs> no, nah, I just had to gloat for a second. If you uh, ate DI so much, why do you have that magnet on your fridge? <laughs> Sometimes you, you see one and you just can't help. Where were we? I uh, I came up with a chant. Remember chants, guys? We got a new season. We got some new players. I've had this one bouncing around in my head for a while. Uh, Nick, I know you've got some chants ready, but I'll go first. If you're familiar with No Effects, the song The Cause, well, guess what, folks? <laughs> I'll just go ahead and sing it for you. Rashawn, we're just doing it for Rashawn. That's it. <laughs> just sing that in my head when I see his name. So it's officially a chant. Look forward to hearing that in the Bailey. We got a chant lined up. <laughs> uh, Who we got? Uh, we got some new players, uh, about 30 of them. Baritone. <laughs> That's not his name, but. I'm sorry. Is it, what is it? Bar- what is it? Baroni? Bar- I, I forget. I got it. I got a new one. Duplon! We're just doing it for Duplon! <laughs> well, I know you did the uh, Kiki for Cicerone, but you could use it for a new keeper, too. TT. Well, then what? His <laughs> last name's not Cicerone. <laughs> got rid of Haber. <laughs> and he can't catch the ball now uh who else is on the team frankie i can only think of the rookies now uh this is going great i did come up with a chant i have heard the word has come down they're getting rid of the tetris chant yeah there was a viral video of uh 
The old guy? The old guy with DCFC. <laughs> There was like a hooligan uh, Instagram account, and they were all just clowning. This is American supporters culture. Yeah. Then all these uh, DC fans were like, we're the most, whatever. Anyway. Um, but yeah, my suggestion, hopefully this will be the replacement, was the Zelda theme song. FCC! But, you know, I probably do it in a higher octave. <laughs> I, didn't, I couldn't follow that melody. <laughs> 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 Those are the only two notes I can find. FCC. But, you know, imagine the whole crowd going wild. Going wild. <laughs> you know it now. You know it. You love it. <laughs> I don't. I got to pull that up. <laughs> um, Nick? <laughs> Anything besides uh, Ciceroni? <laughs> Zelda theme. That first off was a travesty what I just listened to. Um, so no, no I'm sorry. You, you don't, you're not laughing. <laughs> no, I'm looking up the Zelda music. <laughs> Dude, I'm working on, I got so many chants, I'm just not ready to give them to the world right now. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Sorry, that's oh. commercial. <laughs> All right, let's see if this is the one. Jesus! Just give me the regular Zelda theme. <laughs> one hour of relaxing, beautiful Zelda music. That's not what you want. Let's put Zelda theme uh while i'm looking for this uh anybody have any final thoughts there yeah i want to get off their chest before we call it a day you know it's all love everybody <laughs> it's all love and i'll decide how love it is by deciding how much i want to edit oh my god youtube Zelda theme song okay here it comes get ready Ignore the rest. But I was figured halftime would be good. Uh, you know, it sounds. Um, I'll say it sounds Polish to wet Max's appetite for doing the chant. Nick, final thoughts. I'm excited. I'm excited for the season to begin. I'm excited to go to a game. I'm not reading into preseason. Yeah, that's Nick, about all I got. Uh, this is We've both gone through some changes. Who's your seatmate going to be? Because I don't have one. I got Shorty and John lined up. They're splitting the games. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, there may be an appearance from somebody else oh. at some point. <clears throat> does she have a friend? Oh. <laughs> she does. Who gets hell is real, Nick? <sighs> I'll have to decide that at the 11th hour. <laughs> Who gets the home opener? Again, I'll have to decide that at the 11th hour. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got no, this all figured out. No, no. So they, we, I actually met up with both of them last night, and they're, like, taking her sweet-ass time, like, divvying up who goes to what game. So, um, yeah, I don't fucking care at this point. They paid for the tickets. I don't care if they show up. You still have two I'm, in one. I'm kidding, John. Right? I'm kidding, John and Shorty. What? They're, they're avid listeners. Do uh, are you John's still been listening. You still got the two in 124, right? We just moved them yes. over to your account now. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, what about you? Final thought? You don't have to talk I'm real about excited. I got, we're going to Atlanta. Yeah, how's Saturday night sound? Come back after the game. Is that possible? Yeah. 
Let's do it. Uh, Mike Madnat will be there as well. Um, Nick from soccer. A, a trip to Atlanta? Yeah. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna look into it. And next week, I'm going to come back with an answer for that and some fucking chance they're going to blow your mind. <laughs> Rashawn! Anyways, <laughs> my final thoughts. Oh, gosh. What a day. I love everybody. Liz, if I saw you, I'd give you a big bear hug. I probably would never let go. <laughs> I'd just hold on like a capuchin monkey <laughs> just clinging to you. I was listening last week... Uh, to you two. Yes. Just thinking how people must really hate me being on here. <laughs> I provide no information. I don't know anything about like the new players or anything. My game analysis, what the fuck do I know? I stopped playing after ninth grade because I got kicked out of high school. And um, just kind of negative. But uh, like I said, when I watched that Norm MacDonald show, I feel like I'm the Adam Egot. Who everyone just hates, but he has to be well, there so that I mean, Norm has somebody to I think talk to. I think things are always better when there's actual games. Yeah. I've heard people who like your take, Zach. And who like your takes, <laughs> I don't Nick. think so. So, uh, yeah, there's a place for everybody. Well, this has gone on plenty long enough. Nick, I keep coming back so that Amelia doesn't forget about me. <laughs> Still here. Amelia! Still alone. I got a new house. I got a working fireplace. Real nice. Boom. Um, Louisville never. Ben Lunt at Louisville whenever. FCC first place in this tournament forever. Rise together. That's the end. Final thoughts? <laughs> Rise together. Rise together. Are you in love? Are you in love? Are, are we as one? Everything desperate is behind. Don't take away this one difference of mine. I reserve the right to disappear. I reserve a table for all time Back then It wouldn't have even crossed my mind But I promise you Your place is safe Now what about mine?
best impression for me I try my hardest for you